Welcome to Cupify This, the show geared towards understanding why people behave the way they do and what we can do to get our needs met. When our cups are full or filling, we have a strong sense of well-being. When they are emptying, we are driven to choose behaviours to fill them. In this show, we aim to cupify life. We're going to explore big ideas, current events and life in general using the lens of the Phoenix Cups. Welcome back. This episode is going to be talking about the Connection Cup and it's a series of episodes, isn't it? We're just doing a handful of those. Chris is here too. Say hi. Yeah, hi. Sounds like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here with you. Well done. I'm holding the microphone I'm, for you. <laughs> well done. Yeah. You might. That's love. That's let, Connection Cup, really. I'll let you talk too. That's love. And thank you for holding the microphone for me. Connection Cup is all about belonging, acceptance, love, friendships. Also, when your connection cup is full, you've got that really strong sense of self-worth. And so it's very important in the in the context of all of your cups or all of your needs, if you haven't already worked it out, your cups represent needs. We we can use the words cup or need. We're gonna, we're we gonna might talk use about... them interchangeably. Mm. So if you do hear us say a need or a cup, they're both interchangeable. And cup when... is just the metaphor that we're carrying the need with. Yeah. And when the need is met, the cup is full is essentially right. Same, yeah. same, same. And when the need is unmet and and leaves a big hole in your life, mm. that would be the will to fill that is, yeah. in the, is the, empty the empty part, part of, of the, the cup. cup. Yeah. And, uh, and we need to really honour that as being important in our needs profile just as much as what we actually have in yeah. our cups, don't we? Because the empty part of your cup, particularly if we're thinking connection cup, is your potential. Yeah. So if you have a really big connection cup, and let's say it's maybe a quarter full and three quarters of that is empty, that's that's not going to feel great. No. But at the same time, it's actually going to really drive you to go about getting that need met. It'll make sure that you get connected and, and connection means survival. Yeah. So it, it's uh, that alarm system that happens when a need is not met is so important to listen to. But also if we look at the other side of that, the, the three-quarter part in this example that is empty, that's your potential for yeah. connection. Opportunity. I like mm. to always view the empty part of the cup, the will to fill, as potentiality. Mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be seen as a deficit. And in that, that same sense, the part that's already in the cup, just showing gratitude for what's already in that part of the cup as well. That is a skill to fill. It is. And mm. we're getting ahead of ourselves again. So mm. let, let's dive straight back to the connection right. cup. Yeah. <laughs> so the connection cup is super important in your needs profile. We've talked about intentionally, we've talked about the safety cup first and the connection cup because that they're really two of the, the needs that are going to keep you alive the most and, and are very much at the forefront of what what, what life needs to be uh, about and what we need to be meeting first. So what we need to be thinking about here too is, well, I was talking about that emptying cup. That's important. And in the last episode, I kind of alluded to this a bit of what happens when a cup gets empty. And what, I'll tell you what happens when a cup gets really empty, and particularly if it's connection or safety. And that is an alarm system will go off and, and that alarm system will drive you to go about getting that need met. But what actually happens there is if it gets really empty, you'll move into a stress response. And that stress response is fight, flight, freeze. And when that happens, there's an indicator of a very, very empty cup and you need to make a cup filling plan. And at some point, we're talking about you for now, right? But at some point, we'll talk about our children or our colleagues or our best friends.
friends or whatever and what we can do to support them. But right now, let's let's just have a bit of a think about you. So if that happens, it's an indicator that the cup's very, very empty and you need to ta- stop, take stock, look at you know, what do you need to get this need met. And we all need different things. Some, some of us like, I'm an extrovert, so I can connect and I love connecting with lots and lots and lots of people. And again, well, you know, if, let's bring it back to the Connection Cup. Mm. In our workshops, mm. instantly you can see the difference between the extroverted dominant Connection Cups and the introverted dominant Connection Cups. Mm. You see the extroverted Connection Cups, they come in and they're loud and they're hugging every single person in the room. Mm. But then you've got your introverted Connection Cup who might only have one or two close friends, but they've still got that dominant Connection Cup. So they mm. sit by them, yes. you know, they might even hold their hand as, yeah. they, as they go through. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and that's, you know, we're all... We've all got these different ways of filling our cups, but and certainly we we do a bit of stereotyping and shortcutting for quicker storytelling. But at the end of the day, human behaviour is very very complex, mm. and these ideas are you know just likewise quite yep. complex. But we can simplify them quite easily. So let's have a, by talking about cups. So let's have a bit of a chat about perhaps well the story you had. I thought was a great example. Yeah, a friend of mine. He was mentioning what happened to him once. He he left the house. He's only up the driveway. He's barely out on the street. And he gets a text message saying, you know, I miss you already from his wife. And, he, and in his mind, he's like, I was just with you. I was only there like five minutes ago. What's happening? And what I had to explain to him was her connection cup is just much, much bigger than his. So by the time he's parted with her, his is already full, but she's, you know, got X amount still left to go in hers. Now, this doesn't mean that my friend who's got the smaller connection cup, it doesn't mean he cares about her any less. It's just filled by the time he leaves. Yeah, yeah he'd kind of come to that conclusion himself. He kind of yeah. gone, oh... I just, when I started thinking about the cups, I realised that we've just got totally different sized cups. And it was, it was totally cool to hear that he'd had that reflection and gone, oh, now it no longer baffles me. And I think that's what's cool about people, you know, kind of stumbling across these ideas and thinking about it themselves. Epiphanies are great. Those self-reflective epiphanies. Uh, I'm just reminded of uh, another person during a workshop where I thought clearly this is my fun cup. They were the loudest person in the room, lots of jokes. So I thought, yep definitely the biggest fun cup they did the cups quiz turns out that their connection cup was just ginormous and then she had that self-reflection herself she thought i know why i have so much fun with everybody because it's it's a multi-cup filling behavior but when i'm doing this i'm connecting with everybody in the room so that's what's going on there Mm, absolutely and yeah i I, i've had really similar experiences myself with the the same sort of people who who realize that all that fun cup they're doing it's very much about what they want to give to other people and the joy that they want to share with other people and again that's an extroverted connection cup isn't it Indeed. Yeah. And I had, there was this other lady that came up to me in a workshop and she said, okay, so the thing that you said about how our cups don't change size. So essentially I've got a really big mastery cup and a, big, and a small safety cup, for example, and that's been the case my whole life. It's not going to change. What changes is what I choose to fill those cups and how I choose to fill them and how full or empty they are at any given point in time, right? So she says, okay, I think that what's happened is I had a very, very big connection cup when I was 20 and now that I'm 40, it's very, very small and I said okay let's stick to the idea the notion the possibility that that cup has not changed size because it's your needs profile it's static it's determined by your genes let's just you know ponder that for a moment but what has changed is how you go about filling it 
and how full or empty it is, right? So clearly it sounds like you, you were sensing, you know, that it was a very, very big will to fill when you were 20 and you're sensing less of a will to fill now that you're 40 and you're interpreting that as potentially that the size of the cup has changed. But what did you use to fill your cup at 20? And she said, oh, I had, a, you know, 50 different friends. They all had to like me. I couldn't handle it if people didn't like me. Uh, I needed uh, I needed to be around lots of people. I needed to be connected with lots of people all the time. If somebody didn't call me back, it was the end of the world. I was so distressed and upset. Everything was about connection for me. And, uh, and I said, okay, and now, and how did you feel about yourself then as well? What were you telling, what was your self-love like? What were you telling yourself about yourself? What was your thinking? What was going on there in self-talk? And she said, oh, looked in the mirror and I thought I was fat. And if only then, you know, I actually appreciated my figure and I was constantly putting myself down and my self-talk was really negative. And I said, okay, it sounds like a great big empty cup and so yeah you're you were you know feeling that huge will to fill there now that you are 40 what do you need in that cup do you still need those 50 friends and everybody to like you and she said no I've got five friends well you know one of them which is very good and the other one I live with my husband and then I've got you know a handful of kids and my pets and I said so it sounds like now you still need those things like you imagine a world without those things your husband and the friends and the pets and the, the home and and how would you go with that? And you go, oh gosh, that, that's awful. That would be devastating. Okay, so it sounds like that you're keeping your cup really full with those things now. So your behavioral choices have changed. The way you're choosing to fill your cup has definitely changed. So in saying that, it sounds like you're filling your cup with your husband and your best friend. And she said, well, no, more like my pets. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe it's not as big as you think. <laughs> but she was really, is she, all of a and she realized, yeah, you know what, that that need is still super important to me. It's just fuller. Yeah. And so because it had been full for so long, she'd almost forgotten she had a connection cup because yeah. it's just taken care of. She's become so skilled at keeping it full and she's created a life where it's always full. And, and I think something else that you touched upon when you first told me about because I remember you came home and you shared the story with mm. me, is that this person also reflected on how much more self-love they have now. Yeah. So they didn't need it as much from other people. So she didn't need 50 other friends. Yeah, she right. She had the close-knit friends and her own self-love. She come to terms with who she is and was able to accept herself. Yeah, because mm. I said to her, how do you, you know, what's your self-talk like now? And she said, oh, I said, do you still like look in the mirror and go oh, and wish you were thinner or, you know, pick on yourself or or have this negative self-talk about anything or, or worry when people don't call you back? And she said, no, because like I'm the most awesome person I know and, and, I, and I love the way I am and and I'm, well, well, there you go. So you're able to give yourself a lot of that self-worth as well. So, yeah, that's a skill. And it's it changes throughout our life. It goes ups and downs and things happen. But you know, really, a lot of the time, what we're noticing, we notice the will to fill, don't we? We tend not to notice a full cup. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like to get that point across too, that... Uh, when a need is met, it almost disappears, right? So when you've got full cups, that uh, to me, that is what well-being is, right? It's this lack of want. Your your needs are all being met. So sometimes we have unrealistic views of things. We think that, oh, all right, if all our cups are filled, I'm going to be 
clicking my heels and everything. There's going to be rainbows everywhere. And I think that's an unrealistic view of things. I think when you, all your needs are met, everything feels just right in the world. I think mm. that's a little bit more realistic way to view things. Mm. Another way I like to, another simile is the idea of, say, confidence. People think that confidence is this overwhelming surge of energy and power where true confidence might be talking to a thousand people the same way you feel talking to one person. It just feels exactly the same, that mm. normalness. And I think that's what full cups is, mm. that you don't necessarily notice it, but everything feels just right. You're not lacking. Yeah, there's no, there's no want. You're lacking that, that want and that need and that will. Yeah. Before we sign off on letting go of the connection cup, mm. I think one thing I do have to notice is every single time people always bring up, hey, have you heard of the love languages? You know, the Phoenix Cups reminds me of the love languages. Mm, There's five right. love languages. Yeah, this is important. Five cups. So what we notice is a lot of people make the similes. Oh, is this similar to the love languages, particularly before we've started speaking? But what I always sort of say is that it, it's similar only in the fact that the love languages are just ways of getting your connection cup filled. So the love languages exist within the connection cup. They're different cup fillers that some people utilize. So it's not all what goes in the connection cup, but they're just different methods of gaining connection with other people. Yeah, spot on. You're so right. And uh, how about that? What was that? I, I, I recorded that. <laughs> you can play it back as many times as you want. So Love Languages, if you haven't heard about it, uh, go check out their website. It's really cool. They've got a funky little quiz there too that tells you what your love language is. But that, that helps you to determine what fills your connection cup. It's a good place to end. It is. Let's mm. sign off here. Yeah. See you next time for the Freedom Cup. My favourite cup. <laughs>